hashtag making waves the podcast to help enhance our personal development welcome to the hashtag making waves show presented by ways of positivity i am your host adil and today i'm joined by the two solids please introduce yourselves assalamu alaikum guys my name is Sully, and um, this is sp nice to have you guys here today with us i don't need to introduce myself now he's He's introduced myself. Fantastic. <laughs> and today's show is all about being grateful for the little things in life. Being grateful allows you to see the world in a more positive uh, viewfinder and to actually pride yourself in with all the negative things going around in this world. Being grateful for small things just allows you to be positive and happier all the time. So we're going to be grateful for things like things in our lives, things around the world and also about people in general. And we're going to try finding the good factor and rub the positivity onto you guys watching today. And hopefully you can look around in your day-to-day lives and think, what am I grateful for? Um, are these the small things that I love, etc. And to start it off, we're going to ask Mr. Sully SP to introduce what, you, what do you love about your life? About my life in general? Yes. What I love about my life? There are many things, but I can only choose one. Just one thing. One thing you're grateful for. Oh, but we already know the second best thing because I know I'm number one. So you can skip the second. The second two. best thing <laughs> wow. in my life is... Why couldn't it be me? You could be third, don't worry. Wow. The, the second best thing I love in my life is the ability to help um, whoever, whenever, whatever. It's just, it's a thing that you do outside of your usual work or outside of your hobbies. It's just something you can do but you expect nothing back and you just wish the best for whoever, whatever you're helping. Mm-hmm. So in terms of an example would be ways of positivity, how we help people, how we educate people, how we give experiences and examples of our own lives to advise and bring people out of dark places. That's what I love about life. That We could be helpers, but we also receive, receive help as well. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about life. Well, give us and take us. That's it. <laughs> what about you, SA? Um, what do I love about life? Second thing I love most. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I'm just feeling a bit left out right now. Yeah, man. I think you should get a room. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, there's a lot of things I love. I think um, one of the things that people ask a lot is, are you high on life? And I think I am sometimes just high on life just because of like everything around me, the people around me. But um, I'd say like the biggest thing that that I've fallen in love with sort of in the last what three to six months is my religion like I've, I feel like it was such a missing part of my life and once I started reading into it and learning about it and speaking about it I realized there's so much in here um, that is providing that so much in here that can provide so much value to my life to the progression of my life and to the contentment of my mind and um, you know you are uh, reading upon these stories and the lessons that we get from the Quran and the Hadith stories of um, our prophets and stuff, and reading upon like the trials and the tribulations or the issues that wait that that they went through during their life, makes like puts ease at my heart because they've been through so much and yet they still are content with life and they're still pursuing this greater mission in life, and so it was like you know what like I really want to have that in my life as well. So I've just been learning a bit more as much as I can and um, day by day my days like they just keep getting better and better. Like mm-hmm. it really, really feel like um, I've found 
but it's like it's so weird to say but it's like my true love right now and like yeah. i'm so in love with it and the process of learning about it and trying to implement it slowly in my life uh yeah doesn't sorry i have to say this there's nothing there's nothing that comes first before that i have to say it sorry so you could be second though <laughs> one up so what fantastic that sounds really good and um do you know what what you've highlighted is probably the best out of the three that's going to be said today because obviously we already picked ours before we we started this radio show today we were like what do we love because we wanted to pinpoint that one thing that's before everything so for you it's being able to help others mm -hmm. being able to be a source of learning but also giving mm -hmm. and um, i find that really beautiful and for you it's just being grateful in general it's like every single day what am i grateful for reminding yourself how much you have and that's amazing gratitude is what we're about today for me it's about the people in my life mm -hmm. i am so happy with the people that are in my circle the people that i can look towards and the people that every single day just guide me unknowingly and I, feel, I believe they're a gift from, from God, really and truly, because if anyone could have the friends I have, the family I have, and, and the people I have in my life, they will be the richest people in the world. Mm -hmm. Hands down, I can't, I can't say any better than that. That's beautiful, all of those people now. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, um, Alhamdulillah, I am very grateful for the people I have in my life, and also... What I'm also grateful for in that is those people teach me so much. Mm -hmm. uh, they just remind me what life is about. And uh, like, where, where else can you get that source from? Yeah. To be reminded what life is from people. So yeah, man. Props to all the people in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say that we and Sully are number one? Yeah. We can be tied. No answer. Wow. Welcome comment. comment. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know, do you know um, just adding on to that, I feel like I reference my tweet every single podcast now, <laughs> but um, yeah, just recently I tweeted like the best of friends are those that um, like remind you of your value, your immense value when mm -hmm. you forget it. And I think that's like, for me, that's the definition of friendship. Like when you forget your value or when you're like, life, life is waves, isn't it? You go up and down, waves of positivity, waves of negativity, you go up and down. There's no, you can't change that. But when you're in your lows, that's when your friendships, your friends like pull you up and lift you up and they remind you that, oh, you are this person of this, this stature, this greatness. Don't ever forget that. And mm -hmm. I think, bro, friendship is the most beautiful thing. I'm so happy like I discovered true friendship in the last couple of years. And you can confirm that that's uh, me and Sully. Number one. Yeah. As number one. Well, right here, right? Like live and... Yeah. Man. No, we can't do that, bro. Oh, wow. Okay, that's right. Did you just sign a whole CIC together, bro? Send on the morning. What about you, sir? On the podcast, we're co-hosts. We're not friends. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> what about me? In what sense? So, do you know what? We should have this um, this whole show just me and you talking. Yeah. I think this guy's just... He can be ref. I can no, no, he's not a referee. He's just an audience spectator. member. Spectator. Spectator, yes. That, that's fine. I'm eye candy for the camera. Refer to the tweets. <laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> no, there's no cut. <laughs> Do you have anything to expand on from the points we have mentioned? Um, Essay's point definitely about Dean spirituality, hundred percent. Like if you, um, I read the other day that people who are spiritually spiritually closer to their religion, close to their God, um, their spiritual in, inside themselves, their soul is clean. They don't need much sleep because their soul is satisfied. I read that the other day, <laughs> and I was like, wow. Like, 
That's why I don't sleep much. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, we have, we have, we have, we're going to have so many people that are like insomniacs like, oh, you know what? That means my spirituality is oh, out No, we cannot be spreading wrong information <laughs> like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So one, yeah, one person, that, that, that was like a quote, that's yeah. one very high. I've seen it on LinkedIn. It was something in that post. Um, and again, with your point about friendships, it's those that bring you closer to goodness, to the right path, to away from bad habits, away from bad things. Like real friends will tell you when you're doing something wrong. That's what I realise a lot. And they'll be so straight up. I think us three in our, our inner circle, we're really, really blunt with each other when it comes to right and wrong or advice. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, as anything, you can't take advice straight, like raw. You have to you know, break it up or you have to take some and then tell them, look, okay, I'm going to do it this way. Um, you know, your advice is good here, but I'm going to continue doing it my way, how I want to do it. It's a pinch of salt is what they yeah. call it. Um, but if, if we see each other doing wrong and we don't tell each other, we're not good friends. So no. that's, that's what I can say about yours. Okay, so now we're going on to the world. Now, I know us three, we just had a traveling episode and we absolutely love traveling, we love seeing things mm-hmm. and we love experiencing things. So, from the whole world, from everything in it, to, that's relating to the world itself, not the people, but the world, what is the one thing that you're grateful for and that you just love so much? If you had a conversation with another person, another nomad, a traveller, you'd be like to him, this is what's the best thing to do. And you'd be able to speak about it so passionately. I'm going to start an essay this time. Yeah, so... I, I think so you, you're just is, getting off your chair. You're like, come on! The thing is, yeah, like, for me, it's, like, so apparent. Like, I feel like, even without trying, like, if I just post it on social media, it's so, like, contagious. Um, and you know when you love something so much and you're passionate about something, like I am right now, it, just thinking about it, just talking about it makes me smile, makes like my eyes glow. Mm-hmm. And I really love seeing that when people are talking about something they're really passionate about. Like it, it, it sparks something inside you, that energy, that, that connection comes. And for me, like I said, it's already really apparent on my social media and it's, it's the sky. People, people might think it's sunsets or sunrises specifically, or maybe the moon, because occasionally I post the moon. But it's just the sky in general, what you see in the sky, whether it's a cloudy day, whether it's a rainy day, uh, nice um, blue skies, whatever it is, like I am just fascinated by it. And not just by the sky, everything that's within it. So the sun, the moon, uh, the clouds, the colours and the birds. How did you get the stars? The stars as well. I mean, technically the sun's a star, so we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm going to catch out the technicality there. Oh, wow. I was going to um, solar system, because it's not really a sky, the sky is like our atmosphere. But he likes the sky, but we like the universe, don't we? Yeah, do everything that's in it, bro. Yeah. yeah, but specifically for me, it's like because the sky, like you can look up at it any time of the day, yeah. And most of the time, like if you're looking for it, you will see the beauty in the in the sky. If it's at night, you'll see the moon or the stars. If it's during the day, you'll see the sun and the clouds. Maybe you'll catch a rainbow, a double rainbow, and like the beauty is always there for you to see. And it for me, like it reminds me of certain things. It, and I've learned so much just by like looking at the sky and watching the sunset or the sunrise, just sitting there on my own, just like thinking about life. Like, like it's so weird to like for you to listen to maybe, but I've learned life lessons from it because uh, I'm just there pondering. Tell us something about the sky that no one knows. Like, what, like an interesting fact. An interesting fact or something you've um, you've seen and uh, just. Me. Okay, so I, I won't say the life lessons I've learned because I want to make a separate piece of Instagram content for our Instagram, so keep an eye out for that. But um, interest, interesting facts, I mean, there's so many, like, for example, the sun, 
Um, it's 150 million kilometers away. Mm-hmm. We can't even imagine that distance. Um, recently, uh, we had the opportunity to see the, the sun and we've seen a couple of the planets from here. Um, that was an amazing sight. We couldn't see it in the UK, could you? Only from... No, you could, you could, you, if you Northern were in the correct way. spot, you could, you could see really? it. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, what else? I mean, there's so much, like, um, the way uh, thunder is made is through the rain and the way it interacts, the rain and the clouds, it creates an uh, electric charge and the charge difference, the potential between the earth and the clouds where it sparks. That's what creates lightning, is connecting. Um, but yeah, there's all the science side behind it, which is really interesting, but I really, really love it. Like, um, when I'm- Science with I'm, positivity. You know when I'm driving, yeah? Genuinely, I'm not even, like, if I'm driving and I just see a bird gliding through the sky, like, in that moment, I'm happy. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what's happening, no matter all the stresses of life, in that one moment, like, it gives me that happiness. and. Bro, like, it's there. Like I say, 24-7, it's there. So if I need something, look out the window. That's amazing. Honestly, that was so nice. beautiful. Props, nice. I'll give you a little amount of applause. You know what? You know what? We'll have a little montage. Like, <laughs> yeah. Bro, I've got, like, over a thousand pictures and videos. Enough B-roll. Yeah. So many videos. Now, but the way you explained that, I'm so sorry. I didn't talk to you again. Uh, but the way you spoke about that was so beautiful. I saw your eyes light up. Mm-hmm. And if you just imagine that as a Disney character, right? The eyes go like that and it's all shiny yeah, and twinkly. Yeah, yeah. That's how you look <laughs> to me yeah, what, what, when you were talking wait, about you know, this guy. Right, wait, if I was a Disney character, which one would I be? Goofy. This guy's mocking it. This guy's... Yeah, 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 nah, yeah, yeah, nah, yeah, yeah. nah, this guy... You guys are mocking it. You know what? <laughs> be, you know what? Okay, if not Goofy, it would be... If not Goofy. Violation. I'm thinking, I'm not thinking Disney, I'm thinking Looney Tunes, you know. That's um, like bio. Who's that? If he says that little short redneck with a shotgun, <laughs> I swear I'm dashing that laptop at his head. <laughs> Tasmanian Devil. Yeah, that's a good one, you know. Tasmanian I Devil. I didn't see it, but carry on, right? You're not as hyperactive as that, but like, you, you give up enough vibes, innit? You're a spinner. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I should have never brought that up. Silly onto you, bro. What makes you love the world so much? Can you guys hit, take a guess? I'm assuming it's something to do with being nomadic, traveling. Yeah. Um, so I think it's like just like general like exploring and adventure. Do you know what front in here? You told us what it is, man. Right. <laughs> I forgot. I oh, forgot. You forgot. Stretch. The sea, the sea, and everything underneath it. The sea amazes me due to experiences being on it, being underneath it, snorkeling, etc. Eighty percent of the sea is undiscovered. You want to know facts. The moon and Mars has been discovered more than the sea. 80% of the sea has not been seen, mapped or explored by any human being. That's what amazes wow. me. Okay. So when you go on our planet and David Attenborough and you see these crazy creatures that are thousands of miles beneath uh, the, the ocean, inside the ocean, and you're like, that looks amazing. There's Just know there's 80% more to that, that we've never seen. That could actually... Like, there could actually be Atlantis out there. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. I mean, you know. There could be a couple of mermaids. A couple of mermaids. <laughs> Finally, a woman that Finally, SA could yeah. get. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, is it a woman? Oh. Yeah, it could be discovered. Find out in the next episode of <laughs> Our Planet. <laughs> so, that's what amazes me. And I genuinely push anyone out there that has a fear of swimming or being on the sea to go and just do it because that is where beauty really is. So... Obviously, I've, I've snorkeled in so many countries, swam in, in so many countries, been on, on a boat, fishing, etc. And 
the, the life under there is a diff different atmosphere than it is to this life. I forget about everything and anything. But the colours that you <laughs> <laughs> But the colours that you see, the creatures that you see it's one of those things, as you guys have said, you can't explain it or justify it until someone does it. It's uh, it's an ex it's something that you can only talk about and feel until you experience it. Mm. As I said, going to National Geographic Wild or going on our planet or watching YouTube videos is not going to justify anything until you do it yourself. Have you got a, a, a clip or a video? I've got a clip of the, of the dolphin ones. I've got a clip in Croatia. I've got a clip in uh, with turtles. We can, we can, we can put it do you know what though, yeah? I, like, as much as like, I love how you describe like the sea and everything you can experience, but I am terrified of oh, the unknown, wow. man. No, no, think about this, right? All right, so you're talking about the sea. You're out in Hawaii, a massive wave of current carries you, and you're now stranded in the middle of the ocean, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I ain't trying to say I'm going to become no Aquaman and start mastering the fish and telling them to carry me back to land, <laughs> but like, bro, you're gone yeah, no. it's so powerful no the yeah. sea is so, so powerful yeah. bro do you know what do you know what? Like you can deadlift 200 kilos that gonna do nothing when you're bro, in water the sea <laughs> is you know an emotion what? that's what it is the sea is an emotion that's what i love about it you'll go and see it on a calm day relaxed then you'll see when the tidal wave comes in then you'll see it on a storm when it's moving on movies you see the ship rocking and people and do you want to go even more yeah i saw a TikTok of different sizes of tsunamis, right? <laughs> so no, listen, there's one that was only two meters tall. There's, there's, there's some out there that were a hundred meters yeah. tall, yeah. bro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but we're not... Bro, I am a meter 79 mm -hmm. or something like that. Compared to a hundred meters, oh my God. Yeah, nah, but, no, but, but that's with anything to... Uh, bro, come wait, on. wait, wait, what else out there in this world that's natural is a hundred meters tall and has so much punch behind it tornado. that it could wipe it could wipe out a whole tornado. a tornado, right? <laughs> Alright, so you got a tornado. But how often you're you say, see a tornado? But how often <laughs> can an island like the UK be hit by a tornado or a hurricane? No, but how often can a, how can how often can an island like the UK be hit by a tornado? the last place to get touched by a tsunami. You never know, man, because we're on the island, we're next to the water. It happens, it happens, that's why you need to land on the No, but you need to go in the depths of ocean, but you can go snorkeling in like a lake or like yeah. in like Mauritius. Yeah, like, or, or more times, sometimes the ocean is safer than the lake. I got an idea, I got an aquarium in my house, just dip your head in, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, think about it, you go swimming, you go, you go to Florida, you go to Florida, you go to a lake. No, 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 but listen, you're not going to be able to change my mind of how scary the ocean is. I'm obviously going to go experience it and all that. We're in a pot in Montana. Would you never go scuba diving? No, I'd love to. Obviously, I can't swim at the moment. I no, but you don't need to do scuba diving. You're going to be doing a course scuba diving course soon. For so scuba diving, you don't. I don't think you need to know how to swim well because you go with. It's like it's like almost like um uh, parachuting. Like there's someone with you all the times. Yeah. yeah. So if you if they see like you're struggling, they'll just. I'm Ooh. definitely going to do a lot. I still want to be able to swim when scuba diving. Like just. Yeah. No, but okay. So back to my point about. So again, you're talking about the ocean being scary, but you're less likely to drown. This is not fact. This is just from experience. You're less likely to drown in an ocean, open ocean water when it's calm, than in a lake because the lake doesn't, the salt yeah. doesn't push you up. Yeah. In in the ocean, you'd be surprised. You actually get pushed up quite a lot from the water, so it's very hard to drown unless you panic or dip your head underneath or whatever happens. Up thrust. Um, but even if even if you can't swim, experience the ocean by getting a life jacket on. What do you love about the world, Abiel? <laughs> what I love about the world is how how forever changing it is. Um, the nature, uh, the things you can go and see 
everything is constantly evolving and changing. Um, when I went on a little holiday, um, the tour guide was telling me how at one point, back in um, the area I was in, the world was actually a lot higher than what it is now. Like the sand has come, slowly come down. And what we see at the moment is not an accurate representation of what was available in the past. Like the world was bigger before and it was, and like the ground was higher and like nature is constantly changing and evolving and adapting to what we currently have at the moment. And for me, that is like phenomenal how I could go into a forest, I could go to uh, the sea or I could even go to the top of a mountain and what was there 10 years ago is not what's there now. Like it's constantly changing. One of the fears of mine though, within regards to all of that is how much are we missing out on? But I don't want to miss out on, on appreciating what's there now by thinking about what was there in the past. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Like, for me, it's crazy. Like, you just see the pyramids, right? And something that I just learned from watching the video was the pyramid is actually this whole like diameter or it's circumference or I don't know the exact terminology well, for the it. The base of it. But the base of it is actually mathematically measured to be like something equal to the world. Mm. And like the maths going in behind a pyramid mm. is phenomenal. But the world is just so fascinating and you can learn so much. Like you could try learning everything about the world, but in your lifetime, you'll not even cover a third or a quarter of what you can. I don't even think you'll get a percent. It's too undiscovered. Do you, know, do, you know how, do you know how they built some of the pyramids? It's insane. Go on, you tell me what I understand. Go on. No, so obviously you see the pyramids, they were mostly built by slaves, if not all of them. And when you go to it, or you see the pictures, you see they're made out of these massive, big slabs. So you've got to wonder, like, how, obviously, like, how did they bring these big slabs of rock? Never, n forget about how they made them into these rectangular uh, shapes. Like, how did they bring them and as assemble them together? And um, I was watching a documentary years and years ago, and what they used to do is, like, the rivers in the deserts, like River Nile. So overnight, the desert gets really cold, and so it freezes up. So they would put these rocks onto the river and slide it. That's crazy. And that's how they used to transport it. They used to use the ice to transport it down sort of like a river. And that's how they would bring it to where they need to bring it and then they would build there. So that's crazy. That's, that's, crazy. So, that's crazy. so they invented ice skating as well. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't call it ice skating, but like they're, they're intelligent. Like we think that we've advanced in life, but their thinking is way like we wouldn't even imagine like their thinking process. They, they were beyond us, I think. I, they think had, they they were, had, I had less distractions. So they yeah, 100%. Their, their, creativity, <laughs> their creativity was more like diverse, like more people had creative thinking, and their level of creative thinking was way beyond ours. You just look at the architecture. That's another thing. You know what? That's another thing about this world. The architecture of each individual country. Like, I really want to go to Moscow and see that yeah. massive... Is it a church? That massive building with like the weird kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, that I, I want to go Anastasia. over. Mate, like the world is so fascinating and the amount you can learn, but just, but just going to understand a different way of thinking. Um, because that's what I find really, really intriguing. How people can be from the same world, made the same way as us, but think completely different to us and, and can create something that we'd, we, we'd deem it as weird. We'd be like, why would you do this? But to them, it's amazing. Mm. Like, okay, I'm gonna finish up on this one point, right? There's an island just off the coast of America and it's never been conquered and it's never been taken over. And the people there 
have don't know technology, they don't know the outside world, and they're currently still living as we talk right now. Mm-hmm. And they still hunt, they still gather, they still live a, like a really basic lifestyle. Yeah, there's one near India as well. Um, uh, in the Indian government especially have rules that no one is allowed to go there and no one's allowed to take over or anything because mm-hmm. they will kill you. They're still like literally like tribes. Yeah. And one yeah. guy went there, I think two years ago and he got killed. Unfortunately, he tried to preach there yeah. and he got killed but by, him, by the time he got to the island. Um, the last ever documented one was in the 60s, I think. Uh, they were shooting bow and arrows at the at the boat. I think that's what I'm thinking about. Yeah. I know I'm thinking America is. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's India is like the closest place to it. India like have kind of the control over people not going there. Like you've yeah. been warned, if you go there, you're at your own thing. All right, so we're going on to people, people in general. Mm-hmm. It's not the people in your life. People like when you go on holiday and you meet and see other people living their life. What do you appreciate about life in general for them? So, so you're going to start us off on this one. Why have you seen that you appreciate so much about the human race? The unity between the colour of skin. Only that, just specifically, yeah, not culture or religion or anything. Just the colour of skin. Like, um, and I'm sure you guys have heard me say this before. Um, it's not, it has nothing to boast. It doesn't make anyone mixed race or mixed heritage unique or different. But it is kind of, it's very different to like a normal race if you just come from one background. Being, having two backgrounds. Like me being born, um, biological parents, my mum is white, fair. My dad is dark brown. Like, I'm growing up thinking that's normal. Like, that's fine. I've got a white mom and a brown dad. Um, and then you go out there and you see your friends, their dads are, or their family, just black. And <laughs> their, their, friends are, their dad and mom are, I mean, like, plural, isn't it? So, like, their dads are brown. Their moms are, you know what I mean? So, yeah, brown and then just white. And then you only see, a fat, a, like, a touch, like a pinch of salt of someone else that's mixed race, half Asian, half white, or half black, half white. And genuinely, when I say genuinely, I'm, I'm not saying that other people that have come from one single colour um, see it different, but we gen- I genuinely see no one different to each other in colour. That's just something I've always been brought up to be like, like legit, being brown or having a white friend or having a black friend, I don't see any cultural differences, yes, but colour differences doesn't mean anything. Yes, there are a few features different, like African have hair or straight hair, um, with the Asian brothers, they have facial hair come earlier than others, but these are minor things when it comes to race, when it comes to the colour. But I love to see people unite together in terms of colour, like against racism, against everything else, and just thinking, you know what, we're, we're literally no different. 0.0000, so many zeros, like 1% difference other than colour, and colour's not even one of them. Mm-hmm. So that's what I love to see with the people around me. Breaking stigmas, the whole lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful, man. And um, one thing I've actually... Um, I've, I've spoken to a friend of mine about uh, so I've got a mate that's from Manchester and he was speaking about how so his partner's mixed race and how and there's a very minute amount of people that actually do not like mixed race people simply because they believe that they are superior so they're the people of so say for example they're Asian person right and there's someone that's half Asian half white um, they don't like that person saying that you know I'm Asian or I'm white they like they want to push them away into their own little bubble, saying that you know you're you're just mixed race. Mm-hmm. Um, but I ho- one thing that's very good is that we've kind of as a generation moving past it. Definitely. Um, but I I love how you mentioned that a unit unit the unity between people and how pe- like we don't like to create these stigmas and we want to break those boundaries, and that's actually something that is very something we got to applaud people for. In oh, general. So much hope in our generation. I think we're genuinely the breakers everything to do with colour. Legit. Like, I, 
I, I genuinely think we're going to see so many more interracial couples. Hundreds. Like couples that are completely from different, completely backgrounds in, in terms of colour skin and stuff like that. And there's so many, it's going to be so many little mixed race kids <laughs> in 2050 or 2030. Um, inshallah. Years too, inshallah. So I have a lot of hope in that generation. 100%. What do you love about the human race? Um, for me, it's how we're all actually so alike, how we're so interconnected. And I think, um, like, sometimes we're just so focused on ourselves and our own life and the people around us, we, we don't realise or we forget or we don't acknowledge. Um, like, we don't, like, obviously, with some people, there's no direct relation, there's no direct effect. But when you think about it, every single human being plays a part in your life to some degree. Obviously, some will be, like, absolutely minute. But technically speaking, every single human being has an effect on your life that's living and has lived. So, for example, like, if we just look at, like, the things that we use, the clothes we wear, the products we use, the services that we utilise, how many people were involved in that process? Mm -hmm. And, for example, like, we look down on certain jobs, like, oh, you're just, like, um, like a cleaner, or you're a warehouse operative, all these kind of things. But I've worked as a warehouse operative, I've been a cleaner, Same. I've done these jobs, and, like, you get looked down upon, whatever it is what it is but at the same time they play a massive role like for example bro this phone yeah um they have to be warehouse operatives to get this phone to assemble it to ship it out package it they have to be cleaners for those factories if you didn't have them bro it'd be, it'd be really hard to get this device when i worked as a i worked as a, at a venue so i used to um do the whole like venue and part of that job used to be cleaning the venue as well like weddings and whatnot and um I remember uh, one time, so I had arranged, pretty much like managed like the setup of the event. So like the decor, um, setting up the tables, chairs, sorting out the, the cutlery, the cookery, the cu cutlery and cockery and the, <laughs> and the, um, the um, what do you call it? The people that bring the food and yeah, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, so I'm managing it, making sure it's all okay. And at the end of it, my job is to clean up. So literally, like, I'll be there, like, deep into the night, cleaning up, hoovering, vacuuming, and people looking down on me, like, like, oh, do this, do that. And I'm just like, yo, you do realise, like, like I, I did manage this whole thing as well. So it makes you, like, in that moment, you, I appreciated cleaners in general. And I, when I was working as an operative, bro, there was, there was long night shifts, used to kill me, so I appreciate it. And um, I think once you start looking at life in that light, you realise that every single person plays a massive part. Like, the beginning of time, like the way the eco economy started was division of labor mm. so people used to do everything on their own so for example let's take it back to like stone age that era yeah like how did you live life if you were a man you had a family you had to go out and hunt you had to go out and bring food in you had to build your own house you had to look after your family you had to clean but they realized this wasn't an efficient way of living so they divided the labor division of labor so they assigned a family in the village you do the you do the fishing assign the family you do the building they assign the family you teach the kids the children and that's how we got to the stage that we are now mm -hmm. but you see we've, we've gone to the stage where like we value people based on their day-to-day -day lives their day-to-day -day jobs when in reality it makes no difference to your intrinsic value it, it has no effect like if you were to meet people in a room and you there's no like outside world no jobs there's nothing like that and you talk to them you realise that, bro, people, you learn so much from people. Like, I've learned so much from even beggars on the street, bro. You learn so much from them. And I think that's, I think that's a beautiful thing about life. Very deep, wasn't that? Very, yeah. very deep. And very, very, um, 
No, it, it, it really puts gratitude into a little bubble, doesn't it? Like, you really are grateful for the small things that happen around the world. Like, the, the things we're using right now, when you mention it, mm. this is all made by people who are like us, who are just doing their job to help us to be able to film podcasts for other people. Mm-hmm. So they're also getting some reward for our good <laughs> deeds right now. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. You know what, you guys have, um, so you spoke about uh, the human race and being able to appreciate people of all colours and not seeing colour really and truly, but like, actually you're seeing colour, but you're saying that everyone is equal yeah, and, 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 and the unity between the human race. 100%. For you, it's how everyone is actually pivotal for any person's success. There's always people out there that were needed in your journey. For me, what I love is the differences between people and how those differences play a massive part into who we are. So as myself being uh, half Pakistani, half Indian, and having parents that are, so my mum was born and bred in the UK, Mm -hmm. and my dad was born and bred in Pakistan. And being able to see the the two sides of the cultures that I am a part of, it's beautiful because I appreciate the differences are in me and what values I have got as a person. And every single person out there has specific values that they live by, but because of their differences. And that makes for a world that is seeing things a different way and allows to create different things. So for example, between the three of us, even though, for example, your dad's Mauritian and your mum's white, your parents are Kenyan. My dad's Kenyan, my mum's from Comora Island. Comora Island, and like, so I don't even know where Comora Island was until you <laughs> came about, bro. And uh, you obviously your dad's Kenyan. Like for me, my dad's Pakistani, my mum's Indian, but she was born and bred in the UK. We all have different viewpoints, but you see how we've come together on the same pathway, but we give different uh, like ideas, different viewpoints. Well, yeah. Different viewpoints like that just allow us to learn from each other. Yeah. I think that's what's beautiful about the human race, and that's what I appreciate so much these different viewpoints and different opinions and different cultures create for a better world that can create things differently altogether yeah. uh, and the one i like to think about so specifically is do you remember when i was talking about the guy padman right and how he made the pad for a woman imagine he was in a village that was in 2011 still using rags um, for a woman's menstrual cycle. But he went out of his way and created something that all women in India could use, right? But in the UK, at that point, people were using pads. Mm-hmm. People in America were using pads. People in India were using pads. But it was just his specific area and village that, was, that wasn't because they couldn't afford it. But for his viewpoint, he's helped people all around India. So people that had pads, but were just making ends meet to use one, mm-hmm. He gave him something more affordable. And it was because of his situation that he created a difference for everyone. And for me, that could not have happened without the differences around the world. So I appreciate people that are at the bottom struggling, trying to make their ends meet. But people at the top as well who are still helping Definitely. so many different people in different countries. You know, as much as we like to slate people that are at the top of the food chain, they've still done great things for different blame. places no, elsewhere. That's just a negative connotation that people have. In general. I'm not gonna lie, they couldn't do better. <laughs> they can do better, but no, they are still doing something for other people. For example, Bill Gates Foundation is helping children in Africa get an education. Mm. And I appreciate how we as people and human, and that you were mentioning back in the days, 
how we've changed from that to this, it's phenomenal. And I can only give props to the human race for that and our differences. So my final point about this whole uh, episode today is we need to be grateful for the small things in life and remembering the smaller things allows us to be more grateful about the bigger things. The small things make up the big things and this everyday habit of thinking about what you're grateful for is just going to make you a more positive person. I was speaking earlier, the positive mind is what attributes to being grateful for all these different things. I would, I would want everyone who's listening today, thank you very much for listening this far in. And my final piece of advice for you is the next time you speak to someone that's different to you, uh, be grateful for being allowed to learn about their culture, about their mindset. Um, and I'm very grateful for, your, for you two brothers today because Alhamdulillah, you guys have taught me so much and it's from your different background and your different mind of thinking that has allowed me to evolve as a person I am. So credit where credit is due. Thank you very much. Likewise. And I'd also want to know what are you guys' final thoughts on this episode today and what is be your final advice for the listeners? Um, so I think what I would say is we need to, as humans, find the things that we are passionate about like you were saying, you know, like every, every time one of us spoke today, we were like so eager to, to share it. Mm -hmm. And we had like a glow in our face and we were smiling mm -hmm. and we were reciprocating with what people were saying, even though we may have never experienced it or we might not relate, we relate to that energy. And when you find out the things you're passionate about and you build the confidence to talk about it and you, and you speak about it to other people, you'll build these unbreakable connections because once, once people resonate with that energy, they will want to be with you more and they want to speak to you more. They want to learn, even though they, they might not even be interested in mm -hmm. it. Like the sky, yeah? people see it every single day, but people are interested. But when I talk about it or I share my pictures, like every single person's like, wow. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, people ask me, where is this? And I'm like, it's literally a 10 minute drive or a 10 minute walk from your place. It's just a matter of opening your eyes and seeing it. Like a sunrise or a sunset happens every single day. Why, why are people messaging me saying, where is this? Or from, <laughs> just oh, look out the window. <laughs> like, brother, come on, it's right there. That's fucked, that's fucked. So out of all, all of the 6,500 languages, you decide to speak facts. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> I see. Myself is, um, don't judge an experience until you experience it. Don't have a closed mind. Closed mind always leads to an unhappy life, personally. Have an open mind. If someone tells you experience something like we have today, explore the sea, explore the world and the unknown things out there and the architecture of the world and explore the sky, like do it. Like we've given you something to do. You can go and do it and then you can see from the experience and then help others to experience those same emotions and those same memories that cannot be justified through a camera or by talking to someone. So be open to experiences. Amazing. Thank you very much for listening. We have been of Positivity. Catch us on Spotify, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. We're everywhere. We'll come to make some waves. And uh, if you're listening today, carry our message and keep making waves.